Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show. Brought to you by Parker & Sons. Heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Happy, 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 happy Wednesday, baby. Hey, we're in downtown Phoenix at what is called Radio Row at the Super Bowl. We've got uh, thousands of people, uh, and they're all doing shows from all over the world. Uh, and it's pretty cool to be here, Chad. I figured if I'm ever going to get COVID, this is probably it. There are thousands of people here. <laughs> there are thousands of people here. You said uh, something earlier. Uh, uh, like, I should put my mask on. If you put your mask on, I'm going to punch you and I tell you to sit somewhere else. I don't have a mask. I you don't know. have to worry about it. But it is funny. If I'm ever going to get COVID, you it's going to be here. Smell the COVID in here. I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, All right. So uh, there's a lot going on here. We've got a lot of football players, a lot of celebrities uh, walking by. We've got. Uh, you know, stars from uh, the music world, and it's pretty cool. All right, let's hit one thing from the Super Bowl that I find curious. Okay. All right? Why are we pulling uh, Border Patrol agents off of the border and putting them in Glendale at the stadium? Is it a DA? It's got to <sighs> Well, what do they think they're all going to try to? People are going to try to break into the stadium. I don't think so. Because if that's the truth, based on everything that Mayorkas has done, there's going to be so many people getting onto the field. So we know that the Super Bowl is a national security yeah. special event. It's a federal, totally, and we know protection. how much the FBI is out here. Did you we, see some of the helicopters today? Oh, absolutely. That, it, I haven't seen something like this, and I was saying since uh, when I went to the national convention in Cleveland, and. It was. What year was, was that? That was what? That was Trump's year. It was 2016. 17. And there was so many helicopters everywhere. And I was talking to Broomhead, uh, Big Swole, saying, you know, like the security reminds me of that. There's one way everywhere. There's, there's concrete blocks. There's so many police officers. It feels a little bit like that. It, it is a lot like that. Yeah. It, it's big. This is bigger. And the Republican National Convention. Because the world is, is, is here. So, um, you know. Pulling members of the Border Patrol off of, of the border, which is a disaster. By the way, did Biden even bring it up last night? Because I didn't, I didn't tune into the one, minute, one, one hour, 30 minutes. Uh, he spent about 30 seconds on uh, the um, border. Okay, so he spent 30 seconds thinking about the border all year. Yeah, that was okay. it. Got it. He probably, that was the first time he read anything about the border. He probably still has no idea we have a border. Okay. Um, so if, it, if Sunday is such a big safety event, and we all know it is, why would you pull people off of the border? Do you, do you, have you solved the issue yet? Have no. you slowed down uh, the amount of people that are coming over? If I don't, you were trying to sneak into the country, though, they're like, guys, all right, here's the deal. On Sunday, the Super Bowl starts. There's going to be nobody at the border. <laughs> right. You guys can all come across. Nobody's going to stop you. Right. That's the thing. All right. So, here, so you know, we joke about it a little bit. Fifty agents will be pulled off, and they will be put somewhere near the Super Bowl. Yes. Fifty agents. They've got two missions. Enforce the 30-mile temporary flight restriction zone around the stadium. That's number one. Enforce the 30-mile temporary flight restriction. Which is really interesting. Like, how do you do Because the one thing, if you guys don't know, and if you're listening to us and you're like, we're not quite sure where you guys are located, that restriction zone, though, like... Because the commercial flights sometimes go over the stadium. You can see that when you fly in. Oh, absolutely. Like, how do you do that weirdness? Even here today, I was thinking, because uh, I saw some drone, you know, like some of their unmanned drones and stuff. Yeah. you got to be thinking, how do the planes go about getting? Because you fly right over this Oh, building. no doubt about it. All right. So the first thing they'll do is secure the 30-mile temporary flight restriction zone around the stadium, and they're going to help with ground security. 
You know, you know what's interesting? Why don't we secure our border the way that we secure the stadium? Because isn't our border there's no politics involved in the stadium? Isn't our isn't our border national security? There's no issue? politics involved in yeah. the stadium. Yeah. And 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 at the end of the day, that's that's what matters. Politics will make people act in ways much like love. It's reactionary, mm. and there's no politics involved in in guarding the stadium. So it's of the utmost to protect the stadium. All right. Here's one of the other issues surrounding the Super Bowl that's just near and dear to our heart. Uh, we've got, I don't know if you noticed this, because we're downtown Phoenix. If you're just joining us, we're at uh, the Super Bowl Radio Row. There are thousands of people around. It's uh, it's very cool. COVID's in the air. Uh, if I'm ever going to get COVID, this is probably it. There are brand new light rail trains uh, that are running around for the Super Bowl. So they say they're going to be, and you know, I love light, light, light rail. It's really how I get along best, Chad. Uh uh, 125,000 riders uh, used light rail the last time the Super Bowl was here. And since then? And since none. then, none. <laughs> <laughs> so they're adding more cars to the tracks. So that they bring new ones in that yes. don't smell like urine? <laughs> no, these don't smell like urine. These are urineless trains because they're brand new. They're 59 new trains. If you Like, if you want to know how am I on a new train, you don't smell urine. Very easy, right? Uh, so 59 trains. They're normally 30. So they're bringing, you know, they're upping it to almost 60 trains. And what they're saying is this is going to help uh, get people around Phoenix, uh, you know, folks who are, are coming here, you know, to see the game, to be part of that, or maybe the Open if they're staying in downtown Phoenix. They'll be able to ride around. Uh, and the, they're slightly different than the older trains. There's supposedly more room. There's like a new design inside for the light rail. You know, it's funny. What a great way to spend our tax dollars. A light rail trains. Everything is one way here. You and I were talking about this earlier. Yeah. How many times do you turn on somebody like, I'm on a track now. It's not supposed to be on a track. I feel like I'm on a track now. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it's, it, it is so. But so we got 50. Now, are they trains that were just sitting there and they just cleaned them up? No. Or did we go buy brand new made, trains? Yes, oh, that's geez. exactly what we did. Jiminy Cricket, guys. What are we thinking? <laughs> that's exactly. So here's the thing. If we ever need 30 new trains. We got them. We got them. And you know why don't you replace the the why don't you put the, the old ones? You put the new thirty in so people can pee on those things. Oh, good God! Yeah, you, know? you could have cleaned them up. I wonder how many people because I saw a train go by and I got to be honest, man, I didn't see a lot of people on the train. Uh, I don't know. No, no. no. Of this isn't like taking the trolley in San Francisco, guys, no. which is fun and entertaining. <laughs> this isn't like that. Valley Metro is giving free rides to those traveling to Phoenix for Super Bowl events. Like, how would you know? Well, I don't know. So wait, if you're getting on there and you happen to live here, you're like, you got to pay. But this guy from Kansas City that's spending $50,000, he doesn't have to pay a penny. Yeah. And again, if you're if you're from Philadelphia and you're in downtown Phoenix, right? Yeah. Um, you're used to the smell of urine. <laughs> there is um, there's a way, lot of green in here. <laughs> I know. We're right next to a... Gatos is his name. <laughs> we're right next to a Philadelphia radio and station. And we happen to know their boss. Right. And I, I don't like those guys. I don't know those guys, but they're from Philadelphia, and they're probably Eagles fans. So they're dead to me. And if they hear me, I don't care because you and Pablo will take care of me, and I don't have to fight anybody. Yeah. This is going to be... Uh, so here's be the great news. Let me put a bow on this. We pulled people off of the border. Uh, to go and make sure that the stadium in Glendale, where the worst team in football plays, not this weekend, is safe for the Super Bowl. That and we've added about 30 new light rail trains to make sure that Eagles fans from get can get from one point to the other.
That's just fantastic. That is that is uh, that is interesting. I, uh, I again light rail. You and I are disdain for light rail. I think everybody knows it. And let's be real. Lloyd was the one who got attacked because right. he supposedly stole somebody's underwear. Yeah, but there's a reason we don't like it. The reason. Did you, have you ever ridden it? Of course not. Yeah, okay. Not even once, just to go. Okay, let's see. Dude, we've been in COVID for years. I'm not going into one of those things. Are you kidding me? I know. When I was in New York, I didn't go in the I didn't go in the subway either. But you've ridden the subway. Yeah, but reluctantly at a yeah. time. See, in London, I've, I yeah. rode the tube. I rode the tube, too. But it's, I don't know. But, yeah. yeah but, rail, but see, the thing, below ground seems much different than above ground. <laughs> yeah. Below ground, the rats are there. That's all you have to worry about. <laughs> above ground, I don't know. But, you know, the reason we don't like light rail, uh, it's old technology. Uh, it's not used by it's everybody. Not, not cost effective. We poured millions of dollars into it. We tore up the middle of roads and crushed businesses around it. There's no reason for me to like it. No. No. A what? bus would work just as fine, by the way. And by the way, we keep building more. Yeah. We keep building because more Because it's a great thing for for jobs. It's a great thing that people like. No. But at the end of the day, it is not cost efficient for a city. And they always end up losing money unless you live in a place that is built around rail. New York City, certain places like that are built around rail. All right, coming up next, uh, I think we should talk about this. You know the picture that's circulating around uh, of Madonna? <laughs> or, or whoever that was. I don't know who that was either. Uh, let's talk about that. And why is everybody discussing what Kirsten Cinema was wearing last night? Are we too, as a society, too into, uh, are we too harsh on women? I think is is the question. Why don't we talk about that next? We're live from the Super Bowl Radio Row. It is the Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, I want you to head over to KTAR.com and take the Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Here's what I got today, Chad. Uh, What's the best part of having the Super Bowl in Arizona? So I got four uh, possibilities. A, the Super Bowl experience downtown. That's where we are. We're downtown. We're at, like, Super Bowl Central. Uh, I'm actually looking right now. Is that Jake Plummer over there with the long hair? I think it is. I think we should get Jake Plummer on. Let's bring him over. Is it either that or it's one of those guys that's like the, the... third incarnation of the Eagles. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's see. So, uh, Super Bowl experience downtown. What else do we have? Celebrities everywhere. Uh, I got to meet my favorite wrestler. You did. I um, did. You were so... I was so, great. I just want to tell everybody, the, the sprinting of Gatos across the way... <laughs> Right, with a little bit of the flat foot run. Uh, no, I'm not flat footed. Because you wanted, no, but you wanted to look like you weren't excited, and at the same time. Oh, no, I was excited. It was hard to contain yeah. your excitement. Seth Rollins is here for the WWE. I got a chance to say hello. That was fun. All right, uh, best things about the Super Bowl the experience downtown, celebrities everywhere, the economic boost it gives your state, or my personal favorite, the chance to actually see a good team play at State Farm Stadium. Uh, economic <laughs> bo- the economic boost is nice, but, uh, yeah. you know, a chance to see two of the <laughs> finest teams in the NFL <laughs> play yeah. on our, well, it's not even our grass, right? <laughs> it isn't. They, they no. grew it for them. <laughs> they grew it for the, for the Chiefs. <laughs> That's right. We didn't even play. We the, Our grass isn't even good enough for these two teams to play on. Oh, they we had to grow special grass. Grow special grass for a, a, year, a year ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, all right. Let's go into this. Right. You're right. Uh, let's go into this. <laughs> The picture. 
<laughs> we're trying to figure out we're going to talk to somebody, but it was the, like, the, let, let's go into this. this. crazy. The, uh, the picture of Madonna that's circulating. That's or the a facsimile of Madonna. Well, it doesn't look like her, does it? No. She's okay. done that to herself. Her, did you see her? Okay, let's just explain it first. So she was at the Grammys. I think she was giving an award. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I just... I don't want to listen. I've seen people put that picture up and be so mean, and I just think that's terrible. I you thought know? it was awful. I think she has lost the plot, and she no longer looks like her. She looked like she is somebody who wants to look like Madonna and spent a lot of money trying to look like Madonna, and right. that's what happened. But you can blame her for if she went and got all this plastic surgery or, or what have you. I just think that we're just a mean society. We really are. It, does it really make anyone feel better to put that picture up and make fun of it online? Because if it does, you're not a very you're a pretty rotten person. Probably. And I've seen it everywhere. Well, and it's like, are we just gonna? Are we gonna always listen? I like poking at people and making fun of people all the time, but I try not to make fun of people's looks. At least you know, for most, <laughs> I'm not perfect. I make fun of my looks. I'll make fun of your looks. Is the way I look at it. And I, <laughs> here's my thing with Madonna. Yeah. First of all, she's done enough damage to a bunch of other people and herself, and been the well, way. That's that she's not very been. nice. And you so think she's taking people down along oh, the way? Oh, she has. She absolutely okay. has. On I've inter- never heard that. On the that. internet as well. All but right. what's wrong with getting a little bit older? You know, uh, Fran, right. Dr- Fran Drescher was there, and she is 65, and she looks smoking hot. Okay. Madonna looks like it, it's gotten to the point where, and you know this, you do so much to yourself that everybody who's had that much stuff, they all look the exact same. Male or female, they look right. like that person has become a cat. But, it looks so bizarre. Uh, but but the, other, the other thing about it is, you know, she said it was kind of taken from a bad angle. Uh, that's part one. Part two. You know, if you go to her Instagram, and we're all, I'm, all the fir- I'm the first person to say it, uh, we all like to, um, you know, kind of straighten out our wrinkles. We all go, we all do that. We take the picture of ourselves. Oh, I don't like the way my right eye looks because I got wrinkles over there. So what do we do? You know, we go to some app and it makes us look better. If you go to her Instagram, and I did, uh, she, uh, th- that's a different person. There's a filter that she uses, like everybody else. There's a filter that she uses to make herself look younger. And I think the surprise is when she gets up in front of the camera and she's not in front of that filter on Instagram, I think some people are taken oh, aback. trust us, being out here, you know that more than anything. Right. I said that out when I was out at, God, where was I? I was at that, uh, uh, you know, at the last national convention watching all the news camera people and the news yeah. people on television walk by. And I thought we're to vain. myself, we're vain. Girdles and spanks everywhere. Yeah. If something was to happen, we're all in trouble. They all explode. It's the it, we're all vain. There's we a are. reason why men buy a shirt that makes it you look more slimming. Yeah. There's a reason why even I'd like me to get one of those shirts. I'll get you one of those. <laughs> if you put your if I put my picture up on Facebook, I'll 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 smooth out some of those. Absolutely. I'm 49 years old. I'm not making myself look 25 though. No. And I'm not doing that. I'm not putting the other some thing crazy too. filter on. She also she started showing everybody her leg, like when she was on the carpet and sticking her leg out. Well, and stuff. she's a beautiful woman. It, it, you're, you're trying to compete with 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 something you can't compete with. It's like I always joke about nature will mess you up. Right. Father time is undefeated. It's going to catch you. You can't deal with it. The best thing you can try to do is age with it gracefully and go with it. And she she has gotten to the point where she's become a caricature of who she once was. That may be true, but also, do we have to share it and make fun of a human being because 
it makes other it makes you feel good, and if that makes you feel good, I think you're a rotten human. Well, being. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna put it out there and you're gonna want to want everybody to go ooh and awe about you, you got to be able to take the lumps that come with it. All right. Uh, coming up next, we've got a lot to get to. We're live uh, from downtown Phoenix. We're at uh, Super Bowl Radio Row. We've got a ton of celebrities running around. Uh, we've got a lot of football players running around. We're going to talk to a whole bunch of them. Uh, we're going to talk about the Phoenix Open a- a- as well and the Super Bowl experience. So stick around. Gatos and Chad. Live from Super Bowl 57's Media Row. That's right. We're at Media Row. We're in downtown Phoenix. There are a lot of stars. There are a lot of football players, celebrities walking around. I already met my favorite wrestler, That's Chad. Right. Seth Rollins was here. I know. The excitement. He scurried off like I you could not believe. I ran like a little girl over there and uh, and wanted to get uh, a picture. Uh, I also, uh, uh, sitting to the right of us, is Rashad White. He's the Tampa Bay running back, played for ASU, and even more importantly, I drafted him at Fantasy Football, and he's joining us now right on site. Rashad White, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me on. Are, are you impressed that I drafted you in Fantasy Football and didn't cut you or anything? I kept you the whole year, and you helped get me to the finals, and I was just a little short. Yeah, man, that shows a lot of loyalty, man. I have loyalty to you. I have loyalty to you. There's no doubt about it. It was hilarious. You have no idea. He (laughs) cut a lot of people. He's like, I'm going to keep this guy. He's going to cut. I'm going to get rid of this guy. But you were always there. there. You were there. Do you see what you hate? Like, like, do people come up to you all the time and say, yeah, uh, you didn't give me enough fantasy points? Well, so, no, I really kind of never had that. I have, had, I have had experiences, like he's saying, like, I had you in fantasy, and same thing, kind of, I kept you. Yeah. That's good. He's a baller, man. Watching it, watching you play throughout the year, you are a tough runner. Appreciate that. You can catch the ball. You know, you played with Tom Brady. Everybody's talking about yeah. Tom Brady. He's retired. What is Tom Brady like behind closed doors? Uh, I'd say he's a great human being, man. He's a great guy. Uh, that's first and foremost. I mean, he just ultimately the ultimate competitor like everybody said man he want you know the team to win he want everybody to win and then whatever he got his accolades you know he puts that last so I would say you just learn a lot man he's very brilliant uh, obviously we all know that I mean yeah. you don't win seven <laughs> go to ten if you ain't brilliant bro. and all the accolades he did but he was a great great guy man and that's the biggest thing that st- stood out to me over all the everything he has done just mm. been a great human being been a great man you're in the NFL yes how like is it surreal is it surreal at times where you're like, you know, you're, you're, you're hanging out here with guys you probably had, like Tom Brady. Like, you maybe had him, you know, he was on a poster in your wall. And, <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're, you're not just, you know, playing around them. You're part, an integral part of what they're doing. Is it surreal? Do you pinch yourself sometimes? Um, honestly, uh, I mean, my life, I feel like it'd be going too fast for me to be able to sit back right now and really realize that, especially in how my mindset is. I'd be so locked in. But um, I have had times, I'll say for sure, like the Germany game was coming to the end of the game and things like that. It was like, like I was thinking, like, yeah, I'm in the, uh, you know, the huddle with Chris and Mike. Even though I was in the huddle with them before, but sometimes, you know, of course, you just realize and you look up, like, wow, like you really in the huddle with these guys and, and things like that. Did he ever yell at you? Um, I think he yelled at me like one time. <laughs> I didn't turn around fast enough for a yeah. check down. How does it feel um, to get yelled like at that. by Tom Brady? That can't feel good. Um, I mean, I didn't even really like really hear it like that, so I just kept going about. You yell back. You yell. Are you allowed to? Yell back. Oh, no, I'm really like an even kill guy. Though, you so, are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I would never get like so angry where um, I would yell, yell or something at somebody, to be honest. Like, I, I think if Tom Brady yelled at me, I'd, I'd crawl under the table. I'd be stoked. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> I made it. Because if you're big enough to yell at me, that means I'm, I'm doing something right. Uh, Rashad White is joining us. Uh, he's a great running back for Tampa Bay. He was on my fantasy football team. Uh, and of course, 
course, uh, former uh, ASU star. So, uh... You walk around here, you see all this stuff, you know. I mean, does this inspire you? Like, man, I, we, we got to get back to these things. we got to do this. This is the stuff that we want. We want all of a city to shut down because we're playing the game in their house. Oh, uh, yeah. So um, it's just it's just amazing. Like you said, you walk around, you see all this, of course. Like, you know, I, was, I wasn't there, obviously, when they won for the Super Bowl. But coming in, like, you know, that was the expectations. And um, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of people like you, you know, we had a great season like that. And I'll take nothing from it. I'm blessed and grateful because I talked to a lot of guys and met a lot of guys in the league that hasn't made a playoff game, and they've probably been in the league good six, seven, eight years, you know what I'm saying? So I take nothing for granted, and I'm very grateful for everything. But just seeing all this, yeah, it makes you say, like, yeah, um, well, I got to I gotta be able to, in my career sometime, at some point, be able to, like, be actually playing in this game. Heck, yeah. How do you prepare for a game? You got, uh, you got like, a meal you eat, or you got some tunes that you listen to. How do you prepare uh, to keep your mindset right, you know, to go and you got to hit somebody right in the face. I mean, that's what you uh, do, right? Yeah. Uh, so for me, I mean, I prepare for a game. Yeah, I mean, I eat pasta the day of the game. There you uh, go. I keep it smooth, keep it not so heavy, things like that. So I eat pasta uh, the day before the game. Uh, really, I just really kind of chill a lot. I got a little baby girl, my daughter, and stuff like that. So, hey. um, like you know, so uh, she always really around me and things like that. Um, but um, so I mess with her, things like that. Depending on what time the game is, if the game is, if I don't have time, then I don't really mess with her. And then away games, obviously, I don't really see her. So you know, of course, I. Feel Timer and just see her face and things like that. She make me happy. And then other than that, yeah, music. I mean, I'm listening to like Rod Wave. I like smooth music. I like my game to be smooth. Yep. Um, I'm not like a rowdy, rowdy, all this like hype, hype, hype dude. But right. I get going and things like that. And uh, I got swag. So you know what I'm saying. Once I once I, I get going, then I'm you know I'm really going. How old's your daughter? Uh, my daughter, 15 months. 15 months. Yeah. Chad. Your I'm, daughter's four. I'm 52. They, they could play together. They could. They could. I know. I'm an old Chad's guy. Chad's daughter could could babysit with, your with daughter. The youngster. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rashad, answer me this. You're sitting there. You know, you you, you go through all the the pre-draft hype, all the stuff. You go to the, the to, you know to the place where they're watching you sprint, and do all the stuff. But it's the day of, and you never know, right? As human yeah. being, you never. You get that phone call. What's that like? Uh, for me, it was just a uh, blessing, grateful. What I enjoyed the most was my family. Um, just seeing my family reaction and seeing my family, people cry and, and, and things like that. I enjoyed that the most, um, you know, to see how happy and, and things they was for me, you know, for my, my success. For me, it was more like, all right, like, coach, I'm on the phone with Coach Bowles. Like, yeah, like, I'm ready to go, you know, like, I'm ready to come in. Um, everything, you know, just what I kind of, yeah, dreamed of by as well as this was a goal of mine. And I knocked off the first goal. Um, it just being able to be grateful to get in the door and get drafted and things like that. Now, you know, it's up to me and what I do with my career um, is not in anybody else's hands. All right, Rashad White, ASU star with Tampa Gatos. Bay. Star. He was on. Uh, my team's name is. Uh, my name's Larry Gatos. So I go. Uh, I call my team uh, Larry Fitzgatos because I'm a big Larry Fitzgerald yeah, fan. Man. So I'm gonna. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna draft you next year. I oh, appreciate uh, that. Maybe your family will cry after I draft you. I don't know, but make you know, that let phone call know. to him. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Took you in the we'll second see. round. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, go get him next year in uh, in Tampa Bay. We'll be watching you. And uh, thanks for joining us here. No, no problem, man. Thank you guys for having me. Hey, nice this is awesome, guys. my man. This yeah. is awesome. Cool. Let's go right. do it next year. Rashad White. It's great to meet him uh, and played great for ASU for a couple of years. And now he's a pro football player and played with Tom Brady. Uh, and uh, uh, he shared some time with Leonard Fournette, you know, playoff Lenny. 
if you want to if you want to call him. That's it. You bring Lenny in to finish right? the game kind of thing, but this guy is the guy that gets you to that point. But That's I'll awesome. tell you, it's great to see an ASU star go to the go to the, go to the NFL and really play well because he played really really well at he the did. second half. He got the ball a lot more. And um, I like what he said. He's smoothed. It's always great to yeah. It's always great to see a young guy from you know you know one of our teams ASU U of A what have you make it in the NFL and he's made it and he's going to be really really good. All right, uh, we are at Radio Row. We're in downtown Phoenix. This is where everybody uh, has uh, well is. everybody who's anybody like us. Is <laughs> you know there there are there are radio shows from around the country that are around right, the world right here. Sorry, around the world. That's what I meant to say. Uh, when we come back, uh, you know we'll talk about some of the security that is down here in in downtown Phoenix. We'll also talk about how the schools in Arizona finally got their money, uh, which is a very good thing. So stick around. We're going to be here for another couple hours. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. Gatos and Chad. Live from Meteor Row for Super Bowl 57. That is us, baby. We're rock and roll. But you know who's going to be out here soon? Comedian Joe Coy heading to the Footprint Center on May 5th. Tickets are available right now. They're on sale. But you go to the uh, contest page for a chance to win a pair at KTR.com. All right, we're at Radio Row. Uh, Chad, are you having fun? I am. I'm having absolute fun. Okay, there are a lot of people here, a lot of people walking around. Saw Jim McMahon roll by here a minute ago. We did. Uh, G- yeah, Jim McMahon, the uh, uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Was it the 84 Super Bowl Bears? shuffle, baby. 84, 85. 84, 84. No, 85. Eight, was it 85 or 84? It was the 85 Bears. 85. And, uh, whatever they won, they won everything, and yeah. they had the fridge. They, they did. They didn't give the ball to Walter Payton. Yep. They, they to, gave it to the fridge. And the, the defense was amazing. So, yeah, a lot of celebrities here. All right, Chad, let me hit you with this. Um, there's a new study out, and it talks about, and down to the minute, the most stressful time of day. And they go all the way down to the minute. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, 2,000 adults uh, said that the most stressful time of day is 7.23 a.m. Well, I'm sleeping. <laughs> so I don't. I, okay. I sleep through it. So for me to say what's the most stressful time of the day for me, I am up at 2.30 in the morning every day. Yes, you are. By 7.23, I am into the <laughs> first hour right now of my, well, th- my national show. Right. And uh, so... That's uh, yeah. That's not that's not me. Okay, so uh, seven twenty three. Why? You're stuck in traffic, man. Traffic. A lot of people are Kids going to work. School. You you realize at that point you're not getting to where you need to get to at eight a.m. Right. You're gonna be late. The kids are crying. They're pissed. Mom, Dad, I got this going on today. I forgot my homework. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and I'm sure you know, like our our kids are in their twenties now, and they've moved out of the house. Yeah. And they've got their own job. You still got nineteen children in your house, and and, and you, you, the crazy thing is, it's like, hey hey, uh, Dad, I've got this uh, report on. So and so, and I need you to go and buy this, that, this, that, and the other thing. And you're like, well, I have to buy this by tomorrow. Yeah, and yeah. they don't tell you anything. It's too late. So that's like eight thirty at night that you're stressed. Yeah, all right. you're running home, going, all right, I got to do this, I got to get this, I got to. It's 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 insane. So seven twenty three a.m. is the most stressful time of day. Uh, let's see why. Being stuck in traffic was one of them. Spilling something on the carpet. You're waking up late. That's another thing. When you wake up late, you are immediately stressed out because now you're well, you under the gun. The ro- you're, you start the day off on the. You start the day off behind, and you're trying to play catch up. Yeah, because when I wake up late, I just go back to sleep. <laughs> I don't have to be here until two o'clock. I don't either, and by that I mean uh, two a.m. Yeah, yeah. So uh, those are the big ones. Those are the big ones. So. 
Have you ever woken up? Uh, well, for me, I woke up like a month or two ago, late. Oh, no. And I freaked out. It was a Saturday. But I got up and started getting dressed, freaking no. out, starting to call people, going, and and my wife's like, it's uh, it's Saturday. Saturday. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. All right, 7.23 a.m., the most stressful time of day. It's the Gatos Chat Show. We're down at the Super Bowl in downtown Phoenix.